Hello there, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to Jewish. To Jewish. Season two. Thucydides oh. Johnson has golf news that's boring. While one co-host babbles, the other is snoring. Every day, nothing but glib gibberish. That's what you get each week on Jewishish. Athena did well on a recent calc midterm. Estelle gives us trivia about Harry Kim. The youth used to mock us and make us go squish. That's what you get each week on Jewishish. Her M used to come on and act like a critic. Lachuth mixes sodas into an emetic. The co-hosts have ideas that no one could win. That's what you get each week on Jewishish. When you think of all the good stuff that you could have had, you've got to acknowledge that tuning in here, you sure must have wanted the bad. And we have Jewishish for April 19th, 2021th. And it is, of course, a Murray Monday. Oh, wait a sec. Hang on. Come back. Murray. Oh, all right. I'm having a hard time with that part. But it's I say Usual now. Monday yes. guest. The great... Golf correspondent. Golf. Thu. What do you got for us this week, Thu? Hey, folks. How's everything? How's everything going today? We we have uh, the producer and I are now inoculated for a second time, so that's exciting. And so that's a uh, huge yes, step. that's a huge step. Congratulations. Co-host number one has his coming up on May the one. So we're soon to be a fully twice inoculated family. By mid-May, we will all have the full protection of Dr. Fauci. But I still want him uh, to come that's around. Wonderful. That's wonderful. We, are, we ourselves have been inoculated for a couple of months. And um, only recently, only within the last two weeks, have we even um, had an in, uh, inside restaurant experience. And it was wonderful. Well, I hope you will continue to use caution. I, I won't really feel safe unless Dr. Fauci follows me around and says, it's okay to do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I, I think well, I need his that. personal guidance. They, you know, they're giving pretty good guidelines on um, people getting together, all of whom are fully immunized, being able to get together without masks and distancing. Yes. Um, nevertheless, that's still limited to certain numbers. You yes. Know, like Ten people. Well, we, we had anyway, a big... It is a, it is a, a huge start, and I'm excited about our progress, and congratulations. Yes. We, um, so can I, let me tell you about this golf. Well, wait a second. I just want to tell you, we had a big step here this morning because we bought ourselves tickets for the first time in many months to a public event. We got ourselves minor league baseball tickets for May the 19th, and I'm very excited about that. Wow. That's, yeah. That does sound huge. I bet. But wow. I, I, okay, basically, great. in order to make sure we're sufficiently isolated, I bought all the tickets yep. in the stadium 
so <laughs> nobody else can come in. Good, good thinking. Are are they limiting attendance? Yes, they are, and you you, you can only buy by isolated groups of seats. But I bought two different groups: one where we would wouldn't have anybody sitting behind us, and one where we wouldn't have anyone sitting in front of us, because I'm really not sure what's going to seem the best possible arrangement. Yeah, I see what you're saying, and you can mix it up and yes. Yeah. Do, what you, do what you have to do. Exactly. Um, yeah. By May 19th, uh, I think you're going to feel great about this. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to feeling great about something. That'll be good. All right. Tell yeah. us about the golf. What happened this weekend? Well, Stuart Sink, with his son Reagan on his bag, never relinquished a, a minimum a three-stroke lead in the final round, winning for the first time this for the second time this season on the PGA Tour and the second time, too, in more than 11 years. His win at Harbortown in Hilton Head, South Carolina, won his third plaid jacket at this event. He is only the fourth player in history, aged 47 or older, to have multiple PGA Tour wins in a single season. And he now qualifies for the 2021 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines in San Diego this coming June. I, for one, wish the Georgia Tech grad well. And Stewart Sink seems to have found the fountain of youth. And what is this about a plaid jacket? It is not the green jacket, but it is the award given to the winner of the RBC Heritage Open in Harbortown, South, um, South Carolina, each, each year. How many of the tournaments uh, give clothing to the winners? Oh, my goodness. That's a great question. Um, could we address, could we address the uh, claret jug? That's, you, can, you can't really wear that. No. Um, hmm. Ooh. Can we can we look into that for next week? I think I'd like to have the full assemblage of, of garments. garments that are available for PGA Tournament winners. It seems to me that that's something we should really be able to share with our listeners. That's the kind well, of information that I believe Jewish listeners depend on. I think it's important because certain players may not want to win awards that clash with previous awards. Yes, exactly, exactly. You know, yeah, if you knickers I, don't match a jacket, you don't want a plaid, plaid knickers. No, that's jacket. right. That's that's right. You don't want... Um, so you might want to sit that one out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm sure Berger thinks about this all the time. As, but I, I also feel pretty sure that somebody in Berger's family sells the plaid cloth. I read that one of... Uh, I can't remember... I can't recall which one. One of our... Um, PGA Tour winners this year is into fashion. Oh really? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can. Uh, up okay. I can unearth this. Give us a give us a whole uh, haberdashery uh, golf coverage oh, like thing it. for next week. Oh. I think we need that. Oh, oh that's okay. a good idea. All right. Hey, listen to this one, co-host number one. This I believe is your kind of story. Atlanta Braves infielder Sean Kazmar Jr. appeared in a major league game for the first time in 12 years on Saturday. His wife took a red-eye flight from Arizona to Chicago to be at the game, and his parents were there. Kazmar was in for only one play, a pinch-hitting appearance in which he hit into a double play, and his team lost the game 13-4. to You'd think that that would be disappointing, but Kazmar said, quote, What a good feeling. Getting that opportunity early in the game was awesome. One, to do it with an Atlanta Braves uniform on, and secondly, to do it at Wrigley Field. It was amazing, end quote. Sean Kazmar Jr. might be the Jewishish of baseball. 
isn't that's a good line. Isn't isn't like well, winning he's a glass half full. I think so. Like, isn't winning and doing well in the game, aren't those two of the motivations for performing? I know in Little League, I just wanted my parents to be there. I see. Okay. So, so I, think it, I think it's along these lines. Yeah. And I guess one way of looking at it is that hitting into a double play meant that he made contact. He might have even made solid contact mm-hmm. so that they had time to turn the double play. So maybe that's the way we should yeah. think about it. Okay, you've got... I can uh, practically hear the crack of the bat. Yes. Here, you. You've got a big story to read now. The newest digital collectible and non-fungible token is a set of nine digital baseball cards of Hall of Fame baseball player Ted Williams. Eight cards come in a limited edition numbered one to nine, with the ninth being a unique item that comes with an autographed bat, three autographed pictures, and an Airbnb stay at a house Williams lived in in Vermont. That's so weird. Yeah. Each of the 73 cards also includes Williams' digital autograph. What? The cards are designed by Brazilian illustrator Andre Maciel, Maciel, I don't know, also known as Black Madre, who created the non-fungible tokens, fungible? Fungible. Fungible tokens for football star Rob Gronkowski that sold out last month for more than one and a half million bucks. The sale is the work of William's daughter Claudia, one of the two William's children who chose to defy William's will. Boy which instructed that he be cremated and instead frozen, froze him cryonically. Yes. Oy. Meaning that the real one-of-a-kind Williams collectible that you could get at the right price someday if you have a big enough freezer is Williams himself. Now that would be something to show off at parties. I think as long as they're going for these one-of-a-kind collectibles and as long as the Williams kids have made clear they don't care what the dad said... I think they should be selling the old Williams bond. So Ted Williams is technically alive? No, he's very dead, but he's frozen dead. He's cryogenically dead. Yes, he's cryogenically dead. By the so way, that he could be woken up one day. Yes, if, if they have the exactly, yeah. And and will the other child who defied the will to get him frozen has since died. That was a son and he's is been he frozen, frozen in the same place. Boy. So you got a lot of frozen Williams. I thought it was just their heads. That's what I thought too, but it seems to be the whole the whole corpus. Well, I also thought it was his idea, and it turns out it wasn't his idea. Well, there there was a big dispute about that. He he was supposed to have signed a note that said it, but then they checked, and the note was just an autograph he signed. So it seems like it was a little corrupt, you know. Huh. Yeah. Come okay. on, say and another news. And another news. Yeah, now your turn again. Remember the Taiwanese sushi place that was offering a bunch of free sushi if you changed your name to Salmon? Now there's an American equivalent. Gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) A Californian burger chain called Farmer Boys that will give you free burgers for life if you get their name tattooed on your body. Like the sushi place, they've got so many interested people that they're now saying that they won't give the deal to anyone who wants it. The real remarkable person would be the person who changed his name to Salmon and got the burger tattoo and has a lifetime of free sushi in Taiwan and free burgers in California. Yeah, let's talk about that a would be, well-rounded traveler. Yeah, that would be, would be well-rounded. That would be one individual who would be affecting the whole supply chain worldwide, <laughs> you know? makes me wonder if Salman Rushdie took advantage of this. Yeah, that's true. There needs to be a novel. (laughs) A tale of two beavers here. 
Justin Bieber told GQ magazine that his drug problem used to be so bad that security guards would check his pulse as he slept to make sure he was still alive. And Cleveland Indians pitcher Shane Bieber became the first pitcher since 1893 to strike out 10 batters or more in his first four starts of a season. So, like, better Shane Bieber news than Justin Bieber news, you think? I think so, right? We, I think we think that that's Shane one and just Justin nothing, I think. I think it's the ridiculous and the sublime. Yeah. We drove through part of West Virginia yesterday to give my parents their second vaccine shots to get them their shots. And it looked to me just like West Virginia. That's what you said. Yeah. For giving me that script. Yeah, Yeah. we were about an hour into West Virginia. And I hadn't looked up from my... I was writing and I was listening to music and I was reading all at the same time. And I looked up and I said, wow, this sure looks like West Virginia. And, you know, I'm perceptive. It turned out that that was... I wasn't wrong. No, you were right. It looked like West Virginia because it was West Virginia. Anyway, Governor Jim Justice of West Virginia announced this week the launch of Ascend WV, a program that's meant to lure remote workers to his state. That's very creepy. With a $12,000 payment and an additional $8,000 in free outdoor recreational activities. The problem is that to get the money, you have to live in a state governed by Jim Justice, whose record of lying crime and unpaid bills is in the league of that of our former orange slimeball in chief. Now it's time. Big yawn. For Murray Monday. Murray! There, that time I got it. As our listeners know, every Monday we celebrate the people who the Das Kapital, who endangered fruits, and who are like cows with no legs, the people known as Murray. And this week's Murray is not a people. It's food. Albeit food recently associated with a human Murray previously featured on Murray Monday. TV and film star Bill Murray has been sheltering in place in Charleston, South Carolina, perhaps because when he gets peckish, he can stroll over to the Queen Street Grocery, which is in his neighborhood, and serves a sandwich called the Murray, which consists of a crepe filled with turkey melted brie green apple shaving spinach, and a combo of sriracha and pesto. The store owner says that Murray usually orders two of the Murrays when he comes in. The story that relays this important information on carolinaseater.com does not say that Murray washes down his The Murrays with The Murray, a cocktail that under500calories.com says consists of one ounce of mint liqueur, one ounce of Godiva chocolate liqueur, one ounce of heavy cream, and some fresh mint for garnish. But maybe it goes without saying that Murray would have the Murray to drink with his The Murrays. Queen Street Grocery is far from the only shop that has a menu item called The Murray. There is, for instance, Hogan's Hoagie Stop in East Bend, Oregon, where The Murray includes three meats, two cheeses, grilled onions, tomato, house sub sauce, garlic mayo, crispy onions, shredded lettuce, and banana peppers tossed in Italian vinaigrette. And in Murray, Kentucky itself, also previously featured on this very program, the Jasmine Thai restaurant offers a sushi item called the Murray Roll, which consists of baked salmon, cream cheese, and sesame seeds topped with avocado and eel sauce. Then there is also on YouTube an item called the Murray Sandwich Remake, which really does seem like something straight out of Jewishish. Here's an excerpt. 
Whoa, sorry. This is getting kind of boring. What's that a Kool-Aid packet? So he's putting Kool-Aid and Captain Crunch on the sandwich. White chocolate chips. White chocolate chips on the sandwich. And dish soap. That's that's where it gets most Jewishish, I think. This is to say that there are many places in America, and we haven't today even touched on the Murray region of Australia or the Murray Hotel in Hong Kong, where you can walk in, ask for the Murray, and be served food. Always, I acknowledge, weird combinations of food. But if there is one thing you listeners have surely come to expect from Murray Monday, it is weird combinations. And why shouldn't that be true when you order up a Murray for yourself? Wow. You have, you've unearthed a new world of Murray. Yes. Murray food. The culinary Murray world. The culinary Murray world. It's nicely done. It, nicely seem, done. it, does, nicely see, it done. does seem to me that the odds are fairly good in American eating establishments that if you just walk in and say, I want a Murray, you will be served something. I think that's the real takeaway from this. Yeah, say that again. I had the volume messed up. I say you may, they may just bring you a waiter from the old country. Yes, that would be good too. Yeah, or somebody from out in the kitchen who's been washing dishes. Yes. All right, well, thank you, Thucydides. Thank you for the golf information. We'll see you on the Shabbat Shindig this Saturday. Enjoy your time in, uh, where did you say you are? What island? North Captiva Island. North Captiva. I hope North Captiva is captivating for you. It is. Yes. You can name a house here any day. Yes. Yes. All right. Do you have anything to add, um, co-host number one? Yeah. No, you're not. You've you've fade. You have faded out already. All right. We will fade out. Thank you, folks. Thank you, listeners. And we are fading.